exercise is a really interesting topic, isn't it? Do you want to be fit? Do you want to be strong? Do you want to have a stack of energy? Do you want to stay young and strong for long with a stack of energy? And how else do you do that if you're not fit and strong? And how do you get fit and strong? Obviously, you need to do some exercise. It's the only way. There's no pill, powder or potion that's going to get us fit and strong. So here's an interesting question. If this is your goal, and I don't know what your goal is, but whatever your goal is, and this, and we've all got different ones, I get that, but we all want to achieve something to do with our physical body and our mental health. So wherever you are now, what's the result that you want? So this is, I've decided this is what I want. There's going to be a result. What do you want that result to look like? How healthy do you want to be? How strong do you want to be? How fit do you want to be? How fast do you want to be? How much energy do you want to have? What do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? How mentally and physically tough and strong do you want to be? I think they're awesome questions. So wherever you are now, if you're not, if you haven't got this result now, there's something in between that has to make that happen. And as an exercise professional, or if you go to see an exercise professional, isn't the role of that person to make sure that what wherever you are now, you achieve your goal. So the exercise professional gives you the process of going from, I'm not as healthy, fit and strong as I'd like to be, to achieving the goal, which is I am as healthy, fit and strong, fast, feel fantastic, have, all, have achieved all of the things that I want to. So the process. Now, this is a really important question and a very personal one. That process in between, do you want it to be long, slow and boring with the risk of injuring you and wasting your time? Or do you want that process to be short, fast, effective, most importantly safe, because if it's breaking your your joints, if it's a dangerous exercise, if it's unsafe, if it's a high risk exercise, then you'll never achieve your goal because if you're injured, you can't even do the process. So if you are looking for somebody to help you to go from here to I've got a stack of energy, I feel fantastic, I'm healthy, fit and strong, I'm going to stay that way for the rest of my life. And just as an interesting side note there, why is it that a lot of people focus on, and something I can never understand, this short-term goal, I want to lose weight for my wedding, my family reunion, my holiday, or I want to get into shape for a competition, or I want to achieve a goal for a sporting event, I want to win a gold gold medal in in a world championship. And that's a short-term goal, and I love that people have those. But at the end of that process, don't you want to stay fit and strong and healthy for the rest of your life? So if you look gorgeous on your wedding day, wouldn't you also want to look gorgeous on your 20th, 30th, 40th wedding anniversary? If you are going to achieve a gold medal at a world championship, wouldn't it be awesome to achieve more than one, uh, to, to be a winner, to be a champion for all of your life? So rather than just this short-term process of I want to lose weight, get fit, get strong, look a certain way for a certain event, what if the exercise program that we chose, the process to go from here to here, wasn't just a short-term thing, it was a healthy, fit, strong, energetic, look amazing, feel fantastic for the rest of my life. And that's my driving force every day. So now I'm coming at you from a very personal point of view because I am bombarded every day like you are on social media, in magazines, from people's personal opinions on what this process should look like. There's a lot of exercise programs out there. There's a lot of exercises to choose from. And one of my ways of analysing whether or not it's a safe, effective, fast exercise program that's going to give people results is exactly those words. Is it safe? 
Is it quick? Is it going to happen for the person quickly? And there's two parts to quick. One is that the actual session of exercise is not long, slow, and boring, so you don't have to spend one, two, three hours exercising. But the amount of time that you exercise, I'd like that to be short, but I'd like the result to happen fast. If I have to wait six months, 12 months, 18 months to get the result that I want, is it possible that some people are going to drop out or not even start? And that's one of the things that I would really love people to take note of, is how many people start an exercise program, start the process of getting healthy, fit and strong and energetic, and they just give up. And as an exercise professional, shouldn't I be asking why? Why do people give up? And it's probably not a guessing game. Uh, People will share with you, I ran out of time, I ran out of money, I got bored, I got injured, Uh, it, it just didn't work for me. But if you look at the outcome, I want to be fit, I want to be healthy, I want to be strong so that I can play with my kids, play with my grandkids, climb mountains, dance in nightclubs, have babies, handle big challenges, have a great life with a stack of energy. I'm sure that everybody wants that. So as an exercise professional, isn't it my responsibility to make sure that the process is safe, it works, it's effective, and it's fast, both it's a quick workout, plus the result comes really quickly so that people don't drop out. So when it comes to analyzing exercise then, why is it that we spend so much time on the actual exercise? What the exercise is, the reps, the sets, the numbers of days a week, the variations of the exercise. And that seems to be what the whole fitness fad fashion process seems to be all about. What's the latest new exercise and what's the latest number of reps we should be doing? What's the latest number of or the most unusual exercise we can come up with? Why do we do that? Shouldn't we be going back to basics, which is what is the safest exercise? And that's obviously the most important because if it's unsafe, I'm going to get injured and I won't be able to exercise. What's the shortest way I can do this? Not the longest. What's the quickest, most effective way I can get the result for my client, for myself, for my athlete, so that they actually want to stick to the program? So is it safe and is it short? Is it quick? And then shouldn't we be looking at movement patterns and how the human body works rather than an exercise? So this is a, an exercise for your legs. Is it? This is an exercise for your upper body. Is it? What, what are the ex, and There's so many exercises to choose from, but shouldn't we be analyzing, and there's probably three areas. First of all, what's happening at each of the joints that are being moved? Because if a joint gets injured, I can't do anything. So I always ask, please put your goggles on, your x-ray goggles, literally, and have a dig deep down look at what's happening at the joint. Because we have some joints that are very prone to injury, shoulders, lower backs, knees, hips, elbows. And if I have an injured joint, then I can't do anything, particularly if I've got a a lower back injury, then I just can't do anything. If I've got sore shoulders, sore elbows, sore hands, it's very difficult then even to do leg exercises because I can't pick anything up because my upper body's broken. So with your x-ray goggles on, would it be a really good idea to say, okay, this is the joint. What's happening at the joint? And if I've got compression forces and traction forces, that's what the body's designed to do. They're nice and safe. I can press through a joint and I can pull through a joint and I'm not going to get injured by doing that unless it's an overuse injury, which is just doing something too many times. But that's why I always go back to, is it quick? Because if I'm doing something that's really short, 
much less likely to get an overuse injury because I'm not doing it for very long. I'm not asking somebody to pound their joints over and over for half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours. We're just doing it really short. So if it's a compression force, and I always use the example, if I put two pieces of wood together and press really hard, compress them, nothing's going to happen to the wood. It's going to stay in one piece. If I pull the wood apart, it's obviously not going to affect the wood. But if I put a piece of sandpaper or even just two pieces of wood together, but particularly with sandpaper in between, and I start rubbing that, now I'm going to wear the wood away. Now, it might take a long time because it might be really hard wood, but I'm going to wear that wood away. And that's what uh, shearing forces do to a joint. Shearing means I'm rubbing the joint this way, and I might be rubbing it this way, and I might be loading it and rubbing it, and loading it and rubbing it with speed and momentum, which means the faster I do that, the quicker I'm gonna wear the joint away. So if I'm looking at the process, the person is here, they want to get to here, and the process is I've gotta give them movement patterns rather than exercises. I've gotta work the human body. Which, what, which part of the body do I wanna use? Wouldn't the answer be all of it? What, if I wanna have a fast metabolism, if I wanna have a a strong brain, if I want to have an endocrine hormonal system that works effectively, if I want my digestive system to work effectively, if I want all of my muscles muscles and bones to be strong, and that's a great question, why would I want some of them and not others? Just because I'm a runner doesn't mean I don't need to have good posture, and with running, very important to have good posture. So I want to have strong muscles and bones in my upper body, not just in my legs. Even if I'm an athlete that does upper body, I might be a, an archer or a, or a rower, but I still need to have a full body of strong muscles and strong bones. So every part of my body needs to be strong. Every part of my body needs to be fit because my cardiovascular and respiratory system make sure that I've got circulation and blood flow to the muscles. So the process of going from here to here, number one, it's got to be safe. Number two, please, could it be short and quick so that we get the, the, the process is short and the result happens quickly so people stick to it. And then if I'm analysing what that should actually be, please, could it be exercises? And I, I use the word, uh, hesit I'm hesitating to use the word exercise because we seem to say, well, this is the best exercise for your legs or this is the best exercise for your upper body or this is the best exercise for your arms. But ultimately, shouldn't we be looking at the body as a complete package? What is the movement pattern that I can use that's going to use as many muscles as possible at the same time? And could that be the most important one? Because that's the firing of the endocrine system, the, hor the hormones that get us stronger, faster, more powerful, mentally tougher, that that hormonal system gets fired up when we work as close to 100% or at 100% effort. So when you go to the simple... Uh, and I call it the ABC of anatomy and physiology, and I use this uh, analogy quite often. If I'm going to write a book, if I've got a message to send to the world and I want to write a book, is it possible that I have to learn first my alphabet? I have to know the, the letters of the alphabet. Then I need to learn how to spell and I need to learn how to put words together. Then I need to learn how to put sentences together. Then I need to learn how to write effectively with good grammar and spelling, and then I can write a book. Well, it seems that a lot of people who are involved in the process of exercise, so personal trainers, gym owners, boot camp instructors, people who teach exercise, they seem to go straight to writing the book. Let's write you a program.
But if I ask them, why did you write that program? Why did you pick those exercises? Why did you pick those repetitions? Why did you pick that number of sets? Why did you pick that number of days, which is the alphabet? (laughs) If I then get a little bit deeper and say, what energy systems are being used? What joints are being used and what's happening at the joint? So are we putting compression forces, traction forces or shearing forces through the joint? Because if we put shearing forces, we're going to get injured. I'm just going to reiterate that. Uh, what energy systems are we using and what's driving the energy system? So am I in the phosphate system, the lactate system or the aerobic system? And what are the, the fuel sources for those three systems to make sure that my athlete, my client, myself, my person, the program that you've written, the book that you've written, do you know the alphabet the spelling, the sentence structure, how to put it all together so that it make the book makes sense. And sadly, unfortunately, and I say this very sadly, because a lot of people have started an exercise program and stopped. They've gotten injured, they've gotten bored, they didn't get the result that they wanted or they didn't get the result quick enough, which means they didn't know they were ever going to get one. So they stopped exercising. And I have to take responsibility for that because when I first started in the exercise profession, I wrote lots of books but I didn't know my alphabet and I didn't know how to spell and I didn't know any sentence structure. I hadn't learned my anatomy and physiology. I didn't know the difference between the phosphate system, the lactate system, the aerobic system. I didn't know what drove those systems. So I was writing the book without any knowledge. So I wrote a lot of programs for people but didn't understand what I was writing, didn't understand why I wrote them. So those people got bored, they got injured, they got annoyed because they weren't getting the results that they wanted, so they stopped exercising. Now, if I'm not fit and strong, and exercise is the only way to get fit and strong, then I'm more likely to get sick, I'm more likely to be depressed, I'm more likely to get diseases, I'm more likely to pick up germs, bugs and viruses, I'm more likely to have a crappy life because I'm not fit and strong. So this is my personal request and I can't put it any other way. Could it be a really good idea if you are responsible ever for taking people from I've got a goal to I want this result? If you're responsible for the process, do you know your alphabet, your anatomy? Do you know how to put a sentence together, your physiology? Do you know how to put a whole paragraph together, which is how the anatomy and physiology works together to get somebody fit and strong? And I always ask that question, if you are an exercise professional, I think there's only three things that are really important. Number one is how do I get people fit? Number two is how do I get people strong? And number three is how do I fit that into their lifestyle? Because everybody's different. And as I always make comment, There's so many places in the world now where you and I could both go right this minute, we could go to the internet, go to a website, we could buy a program which supposedly is going to get us from here to here and we could put our credit card into that website and buy the program. But the program doesn't know whether I'm a male or a female, if my name was Chris or Joe. Uh, They don't know how old I am, they don't know what my goals are. I've just said I want to lose I might say I want to lose weight but they don't know why I want to lose weight what my experience in the past has been before uh, and then they just send me this information without the, they they send me the book but they don't even know why I want to buy the book and they haven't asked any of the questions about what's important to me what I like what I don't like if I'm injured or not if I've got any challenges that might stop me from achieving this particular if, if you send me a program, if you send me 
a, a, something to do as far as exercise or eating, I have to be able to stick to it because if I can't stick to it, it's never going to work. I'm now, and I'm an old lady and I love being an old lady because I'm healthy, fit and strong and I've had all of these life experiences where I've screwed up my own body. Unfortunately, I've screwed up other people's bodies because I didn't learn my anatomy and physiology. I learned how to write the book, but I didn't learn my alphabet. And I will share with you very personally that I'm, a, I'm on a mission. I can't stop it. But I'm asking from my heart to yours that if you're going to be the person involved in the process, that you don't do that. You don't just give people the book and say, go do what you're told. If you were to analyse YouTube clips, Instagram clips, TikTok clips, any social media platform that's delivering information about exercise, and maybe go and do it just so you, you're really aware of what I'm aiming to share today, is it possible that, that those clips are all telling people what to do? You should exercise this way. You should do this number of sets, this number of reps. This is the variation of exercise that you should do. And they don't know anything about why. They're writing the book, but they don't know how to put the book together because they don't know their anatomy. And for a lot of social media clips, you could just look at them and say, well, that that particular movement that's happening in that video, if I'm a workplace health and safety officer, and I share this on a regular basis now because there are workplace health and safety officers who are responsible for stopping these particular movements in a workplace, on a construction site, in a factory, because they're dangerous movements. But when we see them in a gym or on a, on a YouTube clip or in a personal training studio or at a boot camp, what somebody would get sued for in the workplace, the exercise person is recommending it as a way to get fit and strong. Uh, that is a recipe for let's wreck your neck, wreck your back, wreck your shoulder, wreck your knee, and I don't want to wreck anything anymore. I want to be the exercise professional who helps people to get healthy, fit and strong and stay that way for the rest of their life safely, effectively, and fast. How about you? So if you don't know your alphabet, anatomy, if you don't know your physiology, the body systems and how they work, if you don't know the, mo- the two, for me, the two most important ones are the endocrine system and the central nervous system, because they're the firing mechanism. Then the three energy systems, if there was going to be an ABC of how to get people fit and strong, is the phosphate system, the lactate system, and the aerobic system. They are what drives the body and the, the energy that for the phosphate system is different, the energy for the lactate system is different, the energy for the aerobic system, and they all produce very different results. The one that I love, of course, is the phosphate system because it's the only one that's at 100% effort. It's the fight and flight system. It's the one to keep us alive. That's why I call it the stay alive system. I always ask if you're going to do anything, why would you do it at less than 100% effort? The phosphate system is the only one that requires you to put in 100% effort. And the beautiful joy for me about the phosphate system is it's only 10 seconds. So if I can get my client, my athlete, myself really fit and strong, and I only have to put in bursts of 10 seconds at 100% effort, and I don't go again until I recover, because that's how the phosphate system works, but I wouldn't know that if I didn't know my anatomy and physiology, wouldn't it be exciting as an exercise professional to be able to share with people, I'm going to get you fit and strong really fast, the exercise session is going to be fast, the result's going to be fast, it's going to be really safe, and it's going to be effective because you're going to achieve the goal that you want to achieve. And again, if you go to safety, if you stay in the phosphate system, because it's 10 seconds, it's very difficult 
well, you can't get an overuse injury in 10 seconds because it's only 10 seconds. Uh, and because I'm getting fit really fast, I don't have to do those long, boring plod jog 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, two hours. I'm going to get really fit really fast. So I'll ask again very personally, if you've got people in your life who have a goal and they want to get a certain result and you're responsible for the process in between, could we please focus on safe so they can do it, fast so they get a result really fast and they don't get bored, and effective, it actually works. And if we, if we stick to that process, is it possible that people will want to get fit and strong and stay that way for the rest of their life? And imagine a world where everybody was really fit and really strong mentally and physically, what would the world be like? Maybe everybody would sing every single day. I feel good, no, 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 I knew that, I would now, no, 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 I'm so good, yeah, yeah, woo!